What's up guys, it's Success Coach Monique and we are here finally with the visual for succeeding intentionally. I am so excited about my guest. I know that you are about to enjoy this journey we're going on. Now today, we're talking about the power of collaboration. You know I'm all about the seven powers of succeeding intentionally and this one, you better pay attention to because we're about to send some jewels your way that you'll never forget. Hey girl. <laughs> I am so excited to have you here as my guest. Like this has been a long time waiting, I feel like. It actually has. Yes. It really it's has. It's been so much anticipation to get you in front of the camera and for us to just kind of connect and do this. So I want to share with the world who you are. Like I feel like everybody should know Desi Santiago. <laughs> How about amen, that? Amen. Yes, everybody. So I want you to just share real quick about your story because you have such an amazing story and oh, I, I don't want to even go further unless we get that together first. All right. Okay. All right, so tell, tell them about your story. Tell us about all right, hi guys. I'm excited to be here. I mean, we working with a real woman, a guy here. Um, so my name is Desi Santiago. I am a native of Detroit, Michigan. Uh, a serial entrepreneur is what is said about me, but honestly, I'm truly just a servant of Christ and just learning my uh, process as I'm headed toward the purpose God has called me to. And I'm just being more intentional about uh, my direction, where I so see, where I'm going. Um, I'm endeavoring to step out into ministry. Um, I believe there's a new call of ministry, like what we were talking about. And I am—I come from very humble beginnings. Um, grew up in the inner city of Detroit. Um, I have a hair salon, so I'm a hairstylist by trade. Um, I have other businesses in home health care, and I'm a mother of two. I have two daughters back home. And really just the best thing I could say about myself is I am very candid about my life. Transparency pretty much leads my conversations and it's caused people to be drawn to the call and to understand that Jesus Christ is really still cool. Mm. So that's the mission I'm on. I'm ready to disrupt culture the same way that they do it in other ways, but to respect the word of God and to bring back uh, the necessity of Jesus Christ being involved in everything that we do. Absolutely. You see, you see what I'm talking about, people. <laughs> so that's such a good way to kind of get us started. And I love the way you said, like, I'm an entrepreneur, right? I'm an entrepreneur, uh, but at the same time, I want to get Christ in it. And that's the same way I feel like I always say, you know, I I'm not an I'm I'm an entrepreneur that. I'm not an entrepreneur that is a Christian. Right. right. I'm a Christian that just happens to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. So Christ comes first. He's yes. Like the first and foremost thing in yes. our lives. And that's how it really should be. Absolutely. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was the power of collaboration. Yes. Like, so for me, I'm hard head. <laughs> and, and my audience knows this because I share my stories and my on my podcast. I'm very transparent. So initially, I'm just more. I was just more like, you know, I could do this on my own. Mm. I don't need anybody. I could just move and push, and and it's it's gonna be the most show. Yeah. Okay. It'll mm -hmm. be the most show, and that would it would be like you know that false that false power. Absolutely. It wasn't real power, but it, it would look powerful. It looked powerful. It looked good, <laughs> but it was missing the key to the, to everything. The key to, to life is relationships. Mm -hmm. 
right? God, that's what God is about. He's about relationships. He's big on relationships. He's so big on relationships. Mm -hmm. And so when I got that aha moment, mm -hmm. it was actually my husband who helped me get that aha moment. And when I got that aha moment, it was just like, okay, wait a minute. I can't do this by myself. I wow. need, I need someone else. God didn't create us by ourselves. No, he didn't. Right? When so, he, that's the first, I'm sorry to interrupt yeah, you, but no, you, the come on, come first on. time God said something wasn't good was when he created man and it was just man. Come on. So he had now. to create woman because he was like, now this isn't good. Yes. So we know from just in Genesis in that very first moment yeah. that relationship and more than one is super important to God. And even he had to have an aha moment. He did. He did. Look at that. I'm like my father. Yes. <laughs> Okay, okay, so with that even being said, tell me, do you remember your aha moment when you when you figured out, wait, collaboration is what I need to be doing? Yeah, I think for me, more than an aha moment, yeah. I had to do some like self-evaluation yeah. because a lot of me thinking I could do things on my own was out of being upset or being hurt. So I felt like I couldn't trust anybody. So I'd rather just do it myself because if I want it done right, then I need to do it. Yes. And if I share this idea with somebody, they're going to take it. They're going to misuse it yes. or it's going to be a, a problem where there's an infiltration. I didn't trust the process of partnership at first. Mm -hmm. And that came from broken relationships. But it really came from me not forgiving and yeah. not really understanding that. We have to trust God we have to. and we have to trust what his words is. And in Ecclesiastics, um, it talks about how two are better than one yeah. because there's a reward for their labor. So he could have easily said when you do something good, you get a reward. But he mm -hmm. said two are better than one. Yeah. And so I think for me, it just became the idea that if I was good at something, mm -hmm. right? And I had an idea or vision for something. And then I met someone that was good at something else. Yes. Right. Yes. And they had a similar vision or idea. Mm -hmm. If we came together, mm -hmm. now what we're working with, instead of a weakness and a strength, because I'm weak wherever I'm weak and then I'm only strong where I'm strong. But if you're strong where you're strong and it's a compliment yep. to where I'm yep. weak, yep. then now we have a superpower. That's it. So That's there it. is like there's a physical. Uh, the physics behind it is that there's energies, right? Yeah. So you being an energy, me being energy, meaning we're spirits. Mm -hmm. When we come together, people think that when energy clashes, that it, it combusts or that it goes away. But with energy, energy duplicates, it multiplies. So one of the reasons why two is better than one, and I had to have this moment about partnership and, mm -hmm. and endeavoring to share my vision and things with people or vice versa, is because when two energies come together, we birth out more energy. Yes. So it's a power. It's like a, a force field when That's it's more it. than one. That's it. So. You're building. Yes. How, how can two walk unless they both agree? Yes. Right. How can two walk unless they both agree? How can two how, with two? You have to create something. Yes. That's the thing about two. You have to create yes. something. And our purpose in life, guys, is to is discipleship and is yes. to multiply and to prosper. Yes. You can't multiply one. One will never multiply. You can't. You can just one and one and that's it. Well, eventually right? one gonna die. One gonna die. Because that's <laughs> it. Because you can't produce <laughs> nothing else. That's it. So you said Ecclesiastes. So right here, first of all, she's all <laughs> in my stuff. Okay, get out my notes, Jesse. But two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two 
will withstand him. A three-four cord is not quickly broken. And so that scripture was my my topic. Wow, That's and I didn't even know Holy that. That's where the Holy Spirit brought me. I love me. the Holy Spirit because he Don't does that. He was just all up in this, but that that is what that's what I'm trying to say, and that's what I really want to get to my audience to understand how important it is to for success. Mm -hmm. You have to collaborate. You right? should definitely it's, consider collaboration and the trust. So I want to touch on trust. A lot of times, the reasons why we don't trust people is because not it's not them, it's us. It's right? us. It's definitely us. It's our us. rejection, mm -hmm. right? It's that spirit of rejection. Is that depression? Is that it, all of those brokenness and bitterness? All those things mixed all in one mm -hmm. comes from no. Yes. I keep my idea to myself. Yes. No, I'm not about to do this. I don't need anybody to co-host with me. I don't right. need a person and be all about me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's that's the that's what the enemy wants us to to know because I feel like the enemy. He comes to kill. He comes to steal yes, and, and to destroy. destroy mm -hmm. Right. And so when he gets in our minds, he'll tell you, oh, you don't need this. Mm -hmm. You don't need that. Oh, you can't trust them. You can't trust them type of folks. Yes. You know, I, I went through a phase at one time. I didn't trust a certain complexion of people yeah. because of the, the people that looked like that had did some certain things to me mm -hmm. that were really, really bad. And that is like. That's the enemy's playground. It That's is. where he keeps you bound and ineffective. And so I want to talk about that. I want to talk about some areas of your life that were broken when you collaborated. Um, I think something you just said stuck out to me when you said there was even like a certain complexion of people that you just you just had a bad taste in your mouth. And it was yeah. like, I don't want to trust them. I want to make this clear to everybody. Um, the enemy is about divisiveness yes. and he's about division mm -hmm. because he understands that when we come together, yeah. we're stronger. Yeah. Right. And so when I think about trust and collaboration, the first thing I start thinking about is anytime somebody wants to take something from you or they want to do something to you, they get you by yourself. Yes. Isolation. Because you don't have no backup. Yes. You don't have no support. Mm -hmm. You don't have no security. Mm -hmm. So. Anytime we want to see victory in something, we got to do the complete opposite of what the enemy is calling for. So if he's calling for isolation, division, we have to have the mindset to know that we have to do collaboration. We yes. have to come together. Yes. That's why it's the body of Christ. And he explains that it's some apostle, some teacher, some preacher. So God is big on the collaboration. So here's something that works for me. Yeah. I used to go into relationships, men and women relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, putting my trust in the man. Yeah. And so this also applies in business. I would get into these business partnerships and I would trust that you're going to do exactly what you said you're going to do and you're going to do it the way I thought you were going to do it. Mm -hmm. And I had to realize that I had to put my trust not in man, but in God. Yes. Because the promises of God are yes and amen. Yes. Not the promises of man. Yes. So one of the things that I had to deal with and trust was to know that people are human mm -hmm. and they're imperfect. Mm -hmm. And being human means you're going to make a bunch of mistakes. Yes. And you're going to work off of flesh and you're going to work off of carnality yes. because we're human. Yeah. So if you tell me you're going to do something and you don't do it, I can't necessarily always hold that against you. I have to understand that you just being human. So I have to make that excuse for you. And in doing that, then I had to refocus my mindset to say, you know, what, God, if you call me to this vision, if you yeah. call me to this yeah. business, if you, if you call me to this relationship, then I'm just going to be here trusting what you said is going to happen, mm -hmm. doing what you called me to do and expecting what you said. And I'm not going to worry about who and what it takes to get there mm. and so getting past the part of like holding people 
you know, not necessarily accountable because you should hold people accountable, but holding something against somebody yes. or if they didn't do it the way I wanted them to do it, now nah, I don't want to deal with them. I had to get over that. Yes. And the Bible says that you have to love your neighbor as yourself. What that really means, you're going to have to make some excuses for yes. folks. And so I think for me, it was just relinquishing that I didn't have a control. Yeah. And and learning that control really is an excuse for insecurity. Yes. So I had to be secure that God called me to it and I'm not just here on my own accord and understand that the God and you gonna work with the God and me and we gonna get this thing done. We ain't gonna always be perfect, it's right? It's trusting him. Yes. It's tr your, everything you're saying is based on the foundation of trust. Come on guys, get that. Collaboration is trusting. It is trust. And it's not trusting man, it's trusting God. Divine connections. Divine connections. If he brought you to something and then they don't do something, maybe you were there as an assignment to yes. identify their flaws, not in a way that's going to be uh, but in a way that's tactful and loving and compassionate to say, you know what, sis? I noticed you doing a couple of things that you said you weren't going to be doing mm -hmm. and it's kind of messing up the flow. Tell me, is there something I can do to help you? How, mm -hmm. how can we get this? How can we fix this so I can make it right or we can make it right? right. See, when you let them fall by themselves and you just say, I ain't dealing with it. She don't know how to return the email. I ain't dealing with her. Right. She don't know how to do this in excellence. I ain't dealing with That was me. Mm -hmm. That was me. What she's speaking is me and I'm pretty sure she's speaking to you as well. It was me too. So if you have that experience, what she's saying is stop holding their flaws in front of them. You're holding people hostage in your brain. People have been being held hostage over things that they did in 2016. Come on now. <laughs> you got to get over it. We in 2019. You mm -hmm. have to get over it. And that's the power of collaboration. There's so much power in collaboration. When I say iron sharpens iron, what, do, what does that mean to you? It means that what you just said when so you made the comment that sometimes when somebody has a flaw don't hold it in front of them yeah see how you can help them well sometimes we're in relationships and we see things in other people because it's a direct reflection of us mm. so you need to also always say you know if this is happening and this keeps happening father what is it in me that i need to change how should my perception change uh -huh. to get things through better you know mm -hmm. so i think with the iron shop and iron is that no matter how you are, whether you're doing it perfect, if you're doing it good, if you're doing it right, or you're doing it all the way wrong, mm -hmm. and you're not, you know, you're not dependable or whatever, I need to see it as a reflection of me. Yeah. Because a lot of times, um, we don't hold ourselves accountable for our brothers and sisters. Yeah. We all about just what we have in store. Mm -hmm. And so I think it, it speaks to the point of collaboration that co collaboration makes you selfless. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. you can't be about, like you said earlier, it can't be the most show. You can't be, you know? And mm -hmm. so with the iron sharp sharpening iron, I think every relationship that we go into and, um, every collaboration we go into whatever God has in that person mm -hmm. is sent there to do something in you. Yeah. So you should walk out of that or go forward in that getting better. Yeah. And you should be going forward in that and them getting better. Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So I mean, that's what it means to me. Yeah. I mean, it has a lot of meaning. It has a lot. Because it's a proverb. I love proverbs because that's, that's where the wisdom is. That's where the wisdom is. But it's a lot of meaning in that. But that's how I see it right now in yeah. this time for me. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. And so I know we keep telling you guys to trust God, trust God, trust God. But we, I want us, to, I want her and I to break down what that means. And, and how you can do that. So my question, and a lot of questions that I get from individuals in, whether it's in ministry, whether mm -hmm. it's just me mentoring or talking or kicking or whatever it is, okay, you, you say trust him, 
how do I know, like, how do I listen to him? How do I know how to listen to him properly? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. How do I know to put myself in a place of trust? How do I do that? What does that even look like? Um, I like to put everything in, like, very, like, real-life layman yes, terms. Yes, yes, yes. So, for me, I think uh, a man and woman relationship or a mother and child relationship are some of the best examples you can give. Mm -hmm. So, when I think about, um, for instance, a parent and a child, yeah. if you when you were a kid and you would get to the street getting ready to cross the street when your parents said hold my hand before you cross the street mm -hmm. something in your mind when you would get to the to the corner always thought about let me look for my parent because mm -hmm. i need to get her hand or his hand to get before i go across the street so the trust part is just understanding that first you got to identify do you believe that god exists yes and do you believe that he is the head of your life? Mm -hmm. And if he is the head of your life, do you trust that there's a realness there? Like he's not just some energy source that you just talk about, but does he actually speak to you? Is he a part of your life every day? Can you tap in? Mm -hmm. Do you talk to him? Once you do that, you have to learn people. You have yeah. to learn something in order to trust it. So my thing would be, First of all, understanding the order of parenthood. He's our father. He's called our father because we are his children. Yes. So if you're a child, when you think about a parenting situation, they have authority over what you do. So you always check in with your parent. Yeah. So it's the same type of relationship with God. You're going to have to spend time with God if you want to know anything about him. Anything. We can talk about trust. We can talk about a bunch of things. But yeah. the first thing is you're going to have to spend time with him. Well, how do I spend time with him? Get your Bible, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you ain't got to do the King James Version, but you got to get your Bible. Yeah. Get your Bible. And even if you search the scripture, I tell people the easiest thing to do. Get on your Bible app. That's what it's for. Put in the search. Whatever comes to your mind. If you're dealing with trust, mm -hmm. if you're dealing with collaboration, mm -hmm. if you're dealing with faith, type it in the search see what scriptures come up and then search the different translations of the scriptures until it makes sense to you. One of the translations that helps me is the NLT or the message. Yes. And so once you get to the word and you start to understand it a little more, the Bible says that as you draw to him, he'll draw to you. Mm -hmm. So just you enacting that you open up a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. You just got to take the first step. Mm -hmm. So then now that I'm opening up this relationship, then I need to step up my prayer. Father, this is what I'm going through. Yes. And you can just say it in a room, whether you believe he hears you or or not just start talking That's and receive it. that different signs symbols things will happen mm -hmm. you'll hear from him in different ways it ain't always like this is what you're supposed to do yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. how it works but you might get a text message you might meet someone yes. an opportunity might open receive that be open to God speaking to you yes. try to prove that he's God this yes. is what I tell people I'm sorry to kind of get off the subject but yeah, go, go, go. people always say like I want to know who God is I want to know that I hear his voice yeah Practice proving it to yourself. Mm. Like, make God be who he is. Yes. Like, if the word says he's a promise keeper, every time you have a promise in your heart, make sure it gets done yeah. and give him the credit. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like, if I keep saying that you're the superstar, mm -hmm. every time you get the ball, I'm going to get everybody out your way so you can make the shot. Yes. So we have to start treating God like that. Yeah. And so that we can prove even to the world and to ourselves that he really is God. Once we get the concept that he is God, he does exist, we are worthy, he deals with us, then now we can work on the trust. But if you don't get into no communication if you don't learn what his ways are if you don't get in his word you can't never trust him because you don't believe in him come on so i think that's the first step is really making him real so if you pass that and you believe god and you know he's real the trust comes from leaning not to your own understanding mm -hmm. so circumstances cannot be your 
uh, it can't be your result. Like you can't think circumstance is dictating what's really going on. You have to tap into remembering what his promise is. And everybody has a promise from God. Everybody. Whether it came from your mama, your daddy, your friend, the prophet, the minister, the Bible, yes. what your teacher said. Everybody has something that has been spoken into their life mm -hmm. that they, they holding on to some yes. way, even if it came through a dream. Come on. So you hold on to the promise no matter what the circumstance is. Mm -hmm. And then that's what's called trust because what you're doing is saying, I trust what this is no matter what this looks like. And if you can practice that, even in the small things, you're trying to get to work on time, everything's working against you. You just keep saying, I'm gonna get there on time, no matter how much time going past, cause mm -hmm. God is over everything, this time gonna slow down. Yeah. And then every time you have a small win, you gotta celebrate it. That's it. So when you get to work and you thought you was gonna be there at 930 and ended up being 929, so you made it just on time, you'd be like, yes, Jesus, yes, Jesus. And so it builds him up because mm -hmm. just like us, he likes to be praised and he likes to be talked to good and it mm -hmm. opens him up. Yeah. And so I think that's most important, getting into him, learning him and just not looking at circumstance. That's mm -hmm. how you start building your trust. Building your trust. What she just said, just that's it. Every single thing from the top to the bottom. That was a lot. Sorry. That was that was perfect. That was perfect because they need it. Sometimes people just need it to be broken down in layman's terms so they understand. And so, yeah, I, I appreciate you so much. I really Thank do. You. I, I was so you. blessed to connect with you. I saw you on Instagram. I said, I got to connect with her. God told me reach out. And I know it was God. And I knew it was God. I do. I know it was that God. That was nothing but the Holy Spirit. So. So guys, I hope that what she said today has really, truly, truly, truly helped you in the power of collaboration. But yes. I want to go a little bit further and leave with this. So we understand the power of collaboration, but just know this, the enemy understands it even better. Mm -hmm. And the enemy is so good. My husband made, I made a point about this in his in his uh, one of his sermons. He said that the enemy can get together quickly and come over you and attack you. You notice how things come from the left, the right, and, and from other uh, from uh, the other side? Because the enemy is collectively getting together to defeat you and to, to destroy you and to kill your spirit. But what if us, you, me, all of us in the body of Christ, we decided to say no more and we're gonna get together collectively mm. to get a victory together and win against the enemy together yes. and fight him together and build economic in our homes and our communities and nurture our communities together. What if we did that? That would show the power of collaboration, but that would also show who we are in Christ. That would show God that we believe in him, that we trust him, mm -hmm. right? And so trust is also faith, guys. That's really yes, what it is. Yes, all it is. That's really what it is. It's just a nice, fancy word. Trust, but it's faith. It's faith. Faith. And so I want you guys to leave today with the power of faith to collaborate with whoever God has connected you with in this season, in this time. Don't trust man, but trust him. Yes. Did you want to leave with any anything before we let you them know go? what I do? Yeah. First, I want to thank you. Yes. I honor the woman of God that you are. I thank you that you listen to the Holy Spirit. You are blessing me with this opportunity um, to even share on your platform. That's a blessing. That's that's the ability to trust. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Um, and to everybody that's here, because a whole bunch of folks working behind the scenes. I appreciate y'all. I just want to say this. You said um, that your husband told you how or mentioned how the enemy comes and he can even kind of come together and collectively come to try to defeat us. Mm -hmm. And that if we collaborate, we can overcome that and we can represent uh, the church again and yes. we can represent the body of Christ again properly. Mm -hmm. And I want to say this. When you think back over any time there's been a war or a battle, 
I mean, we even think, you know, people think the story of David was that he beat the giant by himself, but he didn't. You know what I mean? He just he just was the one that was bold enough to step out. We all need backup. Yeah. We all need backup. So if you look at life and understand that in order to be powerful, you have to collect with something else to extend that power. Again, those energies coming together to kind of combust and, and, and grow more. Then you'll see the importance not only of collaboration, but being in tune with those of like mindedness. You know, us coming together, though we're talking about a topic that's been spoken about mm -hmm. because we have a like mindedness in the yeah. Holy Spirit. There's something that's going to happen yeah. on the other side yeah. of this yeah. that has nothing to do with us, but it's because we came together. Mm -hmm. There's a reward out of this labor. Mm -hmm. So you just have to really stick to believing that that's important. And I think that just your platform alone is a blessing that you always collab with somebody. I mean, you're an example of collaboration and the success in it. So if you succeed intentionally, you got to learn from the coach and she's saying you got to get with somebody. So Amen. I think that this was a great opportunity. Yay. So I appreciate it. Thank you so I love her. <laughs> okay, guys, remember life fulfilled is life done intentionally. We'll see you in the next podcast and the next visual of Succeed Intentionally. <laughs>